Get ready to hear something good about cannabis. Nurse Heather brings her eternal optimism and professional expertise to the stories of the day, discussing current topics and events, making life's lemons into sweet lemonade, and sharing a tall glass with guests, friends, and her listeners. CannabisRadio.com is happy to present Good News with Nurse Heather, the show infused with compassion and love. From high atop Mount Soldad in beautiful San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. Good morning, beautiful listeners. This is Good News with Cannabis Nurse Heather. I'm Canna Kenny, and we have an exciting show for you today. We have the founder of Hepburns, Alejandra, or Alexandra Butler. She's a public health and cannabis professional, a Berkeley native, and a UCLA alum. She did her master's work at NYU in public health, and she is the owner and operator of a beautiful product that we will also be describing soon. And she's also a California native, which is exciting because today in California, as we're making this broadcast, California is poised to completely restructure all of their regulations in medical cannabis. So, Nurse Heather, take it away. Oh, it's a really exciting day today. Thank you, Kenna Kinney. And welcome, welcome, good news listeners. Today is a wonder-filled day, and I feel like drinking tea or chasing white rabbits, maybe walking through the flowers or interacting with some smiling cat. I may even paint some roses red and talk to a hookah-smoking caterpillar because it's going to be such a fun-filled day that I really hope I don't go mad. How about you, Kenny? Oh, Nurse Heather, you are anything but ever the type to go mad. In fact, our beautiful listeners already know that you're one of the first medical directors of a Santa Fe-based medical dispensary, and you are one of the top 300 women in weed, and you are the woman. Oh, thank you, Kenny. Well, my mind is definitely in a state of fantasy and wonder because of our guest today, the one and only Allie Butler. Hello, Miss Allie, and welcome to the wonderland we have created in your honor today on Good News. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's an honor to be on your show. I love you both, and I'm really excited to get to talk about everything with you. So. Allie, you have an incredible background, including graduating from UCLA, completing your master's at NYU, and all the incredible work you've done regarding harm reduction and public health. We'd love for you to share more with our listeners about your background and experience. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity, first off. And my background, I grew up in Berkeley, and I went to high school in Oakland, so I feel like that gives you kind of a background in social justice right there. Just living and growing up in that kind of a community. I ended up going to college at UCLA doing a global studies program there. And I did end up studying abroad in Paris when I was there. And I got really interested in French hip hop. And from that, the racial policy and the racial problems in France, HIV policy, and from there, drug policy and harm reduction. I have always enjoyed cannabis. And I ended up doing a public health graduate school in NYU, and I did a harm reduction program, and I was actually asked to do a research project on syringe access, which I was really intrigued by. I found it to be a really amazing, brazen project. I did a report card looking at every state, analyzing HIV and hepatitis C incidents and prevalence, and looking at the implementation of harm reduction laws, and sort of tracking the effects of 
what these policies were. And I found that states like Hawaii, who implemented the first mobile syringe access van, ended up having the lowest rate of HIV and hepatitis C after having the highest initially. And states like Iowa, which didn't even include transgender persons on their surveys in regards to injection drug use, ended up actually having higher rates in the long run. And I was really, really lucky to find work in medical cannabis after grad school. I was caregiving for my mom. She was a medical cannabis patient, and I was cultivating for her. And I had the opportunity to grow for her before she passed away. After she passed away, I contacted her roommate from Florence, Italy, in the 1960s. My mom had been a badass hash smuggler in the 1960s, and I contacted Hanya Barth, who was the founder of Compassionate Health Options and had been my mom's roommate when my mom had lived in Italy in the 60s, before my mom unfortunately got their stuff taken by the Italian policia. And I ended up being the manager at Compassionate Health Options, doing operations, office management, all kinds of stuff for all of their locations. Then I worked at Apothecarium in San Francisco for a couple of years, just doing patient consultation. Then I did a lot of media work and a lot of outreach work for them. Moved on to work at Spark in San Francisco, which is a wonderful dispensary, and was on their buying team, and I did brokering and education for them. After I left wow. Spark, I had the opportunity to start my own company, and so that's basically where I am today. Launched this company, Hepburns, in January of this year, and have been working really hard to build that ever since. We're in almost 25 shops, and we're finding it to be really successful so far. Uh, you're amazing. You know, I want to take it back just a little bit to the harm reduction that you were talking about. And, you know, I say all the time that cannabis is a gateway. It's a mm-hmm. gateway to health. Yeah. And, you know, when you're looking at public health and harm reduction, cannabis fits in there. So my question to you is, oh, when did you begin viewing cannabinoid therapy as a harm reduction tool? Probably in college. Honestly, I think it would be... Probably when I was sober sitting for friends during their psychedelic voyages in college would be when I first saw it as a harm reduction tool. But that would be the start. I think when my mom got sick, that was a really big thing for me. And I've always found the therapeutic value in cannabis for myself. I have spina bifida occulta, so I have some pretty severe spinal problems. And I use it for pain relief, for anxiety relief, and for balance in my own life. And I really think it's a very healing plant. In terms of harm reduction, I think it has huge value, and I think, you know, oftentimes as soon as people try it, they can find that it would have that inherent value in their lives and in the lives of people around them, and it certainly was the case for me. Well, that's amazing because just this week, I went down another rabbit hole. I got some food poisoning, and cannabis nurse, well, the good news is that cannabis nurse Heather was on hand, and she gave me some of her secret Four Corners salve and I was really skeptical like this would work even though I know she's a genius at making these products and Mm -hmm. so she put the salve on me and like within 10 or 15 minutes I had almost complete relief from those aches and those pains and was able to go to sleep and it's just you know Allie we've been doing a lot of research recently on Mm -hmm. thousands of pages of medical literature and I've reached the opinion that Medical cannabis is good for just about everything. And we looked at eight different medical conditions, and all of them had in common the same kind of biological pathways. And 
surveys with patients who'd used it for their particular condition and the 90% type approval rate. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm with you all the way. I think cannabis, like Nurse Heather says, is a gateway to health. It's all I use other than what I call Smurf control, which is usually birth control in most people's lexicon. So for me, I, <laughs> I love Smurf control. Really good. Very cute. More on um, that on our adult, our adult rated channel. We'll have a little more on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so cute, Canna Kenny. Allie, you've been working in the cannabis industry, as you just said, you know, for several years, and you've done lots of various things to add value to the community. What do you consider the most important aspect of the work you have done in the cannabis community? Well, I think I made a really big impact with some of the groups that I did over at Apothecarium. Honestly, I got the opportunity to do a survey amongst some of my patients there to try to figure out what the most needed support groups were. And the one that we had the most demand for was a veterans group, which sort of references your show with Ricardo from a few weeks ago. It was a group that was really, really in demand, and we actually found a group preceptor that was one of our patients who was a veteran himself, really outspoken advocate, and he really enjoyed it, and I think it made a really big impact for the patients. And that was actually a really small group of people, but I think it made a huge impact for them. So for me, that's, that's wow. one of the biggest you, things. You rock, Allie. Canna Kenny, we're late. We're late for a very important date. It's time to show some love to our sponsors, but when we come back, I want to talk to Allie about her wonderful brand, The Hepburns. No time to say hello, goodbye, we're late, we're late, we're late. Yes, our beautiful sponsors, please listen in for a word from them. We'll be right back with Good News with Cannabis Nurse Heather and our amazing special guest, Allie Butler. Good News with Nurse Heather will return, but first, let's show some love to our sponsors. shooting past a thousand degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up. I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct. Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber. Doctor's orders. Less heat, <laughs> more flavor. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Well, with four states with tax and regulate and the District of Columbia. The state of cannabis. Oh, my God, it's refreshing. We have people that generally wouldn't speak on behalf of cannabis for fear of retribution, fear of losing your practices, fear of of many of those things, and and find ourselves in a a place that we finally can. Bringing you fact-based news and views and keeping listeners on the pulse of what's happening in the industry today. The State of Cannabis. On demand anytime, only on CannabisRadio.com. Yeah. 
Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back, beautiful listeners. We're here again today with the amazing cannabis nurse, Heather, in our good news program with some of the best news with Allie Butler, who's got lots of experience in the cannabis health field and is going to tell us a little bit more. Nurse Heather. Thank you, Canna Kenny. Before the break, we were talking to the wonderful Allie Butler about harm reduction and public health. Allie, I'd like to go down another rabbit hole with you and talk about your current projects, in particular, the Hepburns. Yeah, I went to your website and I found this quote. We are a small, lady-run, solventless collective operating out of the San Francisco Bay Area. We provide our verified patient members with artisanal ice water hash and cannabis pre-rolled by hand into the Hepburns. All of our products are hand-produced with love and carefully selected for quality. Our goal is to improve public health in our community by providing safe access to high-quality medical cannabis to our licensed registered members. We aim to reduce harm by providing sustained and sustainable benefits to our community through outreach and education. So the question is, what made you decide to start this business, and how is business going at this point? What made me decide to start it? I was lucky enough to get fired from my previous job, which was actually a really great blessing. And it was for something that they weren't even really mad at me about, and I still have a wonderful working relationship with my last job, so I'm actually really glad about it, and I love Spark very much. I think they're a great dispensary. I basically, a week after I stopped working at Spark, I ran into some old patients of mine, and they really loved Pepper, and they couldn't find them, and they wanted me to roll them joints, and I was like, well, guys, I really need to be doing something with this project. I want to I wanna build it into a brand, and they said they would work with me. So I've been doing that ever since. It's so far finally reaching the point of sustainability, which I'm really, really proud about. We've been growing really fast from sort of a slow start with just a couple of shops trying to launch very softly and make sure that our product quality remains top-notch, I think, has been the number one thing. So far, we're in almost 25 shops all over the state of California with some really excellent ones from Buds and Roses to Barbary Coast in San Francisco, Leonard Moore Cooperative in Mendocino. And I'm really, really proud to be building the business the way that we are. I'm working with the very best ice water hash producers, Hashbury Extracts being, I think, the very best one. And we're also working with local artisanal producers from the Bay Area, giving some great young guys a shot, Loudmouth Hash and Run Run Bubblegum. The French Laundry Fine Concentrates has been a mainstay of ours, so it's great to get to work with another lady in the industry as well. And we do focus on ice water hash and solventless concentrates, particularly because I am a public health nut, and in the cannabis industry, that's one thing that I've learned a lot about. And I really just don't recommend solvent-based concentrates unless you can absolutely avoid it. I think safe access to awesome, dabbable, and smokable solvent with ice water hash should be a public health priority. Yeah, here, here. I've tried the product, and I love it. I love the packaging, and I love the promotion of it. And under the new law, you're going to have a choice of having one type of manufacturer license or another. And Mm -hmm. yours will probably be the non-volatile. So exactly. that's a little heads up coming your way. And 
They also have a system of distribution, which we'll all have to get comfortable with. I just love the product, and I love the well, fact that... we're certainly that, not volatile, so that should be perfect. Oh, no, no. I would be that hasty. I might. But, you know, it, it, interesting thing is that it's so wonderful to have this industry emerging as such a prominent role with women, you included, oh, yeah. and Nurse Heather, of course, included, because that's who makes the medical decisions. 85% of medical decisions are made by women, and mm-hmm. they have a much kinder, gentler, careful touch with things, and so I'm a huge advocate. Well, you know, and to add to that, Kenny, thank you very much for giving women props in this industry, because... You know, I, I think that I actually met you, Ellie, through the Women Grow Network, and mm-hmm. everyone loves your product. So let's be clear. Anyone who's tried it, they love it. And it has to do with the fact that you are using high-quality products, you're being thoughtful about what you're doing, and you keep your heart and compassion right there at the forefront. And, you know, to talk a little bit about what Ken was saying, the packaging and target audience marketing that you've chosen to reach appear to be focused toward women, even though Kana Kenny loves your product as well. Well, go ahead. Honestly, it's kind of not gendered. It's something that I had a big hand in designing, so it is a little bit girlier, but it's not specifically intended to be gendered. We wanted to have a really, a good balance there. We wanted it to be purple, so it felt a little bit inclusive. We have a big phallic caterpillar on the front, and we are going to be making really cute men's t-shirts. And we're working with some people like Laganja Estranja to do some really great cannabis education work as well. You're awesome. And and that's actually one question I did want to ask you, Ellie. The label and logo on each of your products and inside Mm -hmm. you put a sticker, which I love. That's amazing. It's kind of that Alice in Wonderland Mm -hmm. image, you know, chatting with the caterpillar. Why did you decide to go with the Alice in Wonderland theme? And can you tell us a little bit about the Mad High Tea Party that you hosted this summer? Well, I'm a big Alice in Wonderland fan myself. I have a, a few old Lewis Carrolls from my grandpa, and it's a story I grew up loving. I think it's imaginative. I love beautiful, trippy, psychedelic things, and it's just definitely the design element that we wanted to go with. When I first started making Hepburns, they were all done by hand with stamps and I had some Alice stamps and some mushroom stamps and some things like that. So I definitely wanted to keep it as an exciting theme. The branding with Hepburns actually is actually not having to do with Audrey or Catherine, but having to do with the idea of a Hep cat from Prohibition Jazz from the 1920s and actually perhaps some unconscious ska references from my teens in Oakland. But we definitely just love the idea of something that's uplifting, that's creative, that's imaginative, and that puts people in a good mood and in a good place, because I feel like that's what the product is intended to do. So we want the packaging to to give that feel as well. The parties that we do are, are also intended to do the same thing. We recently did an Alice in Wonderland and her Mad High Tea Party, which was, in fact, quite trippy, wonderful, uplifting, and really, really fun. We had just a small group of our patients come to a friend's backyard, and we rejoiced and celebrated with some non-medicated and some medicated edibles from Flower Child, including, I think it was like a thousand-layer crepe cake or something like that, some really great Swedish little smorgasbord, all kinds of really imaginative stuff paired with 10 different courses of Hepburn's Deluxe, which are huge hand-rolled joints that I do all by myself, and they were intended to 
set off offenses and bring healing and some good education to everyone. I, I threw in some CBD partway through, too, so that people didn't get too medicated. And it, it was actually really fun, really trippy. I had a couple people tell me it was the best party they'd ever gone to, which I think was perhaps true for me as well. But we do find that people want to experience this product and a lot of cannabis socially and that it's a really good thing to establish a safe place for you know that to happen. I was really sad to see, on another note, actually, in San Francisco, the Green Door Lounge just closed down so that there's no longer a safe place for people to medicate in San Francisco at that dispensary. So that's one of the classic places. And I was I was just there the other day, and I was thinking about the harm reduction effects and all the people that are going to have to medicate on the street and then have unfortunate police and interactions in that area. Kind of uh, ah, well, things just get curiouser and curiouser. That's what Alice said. And I always liked the little mouse that popped its head out of the teapot. Did you like that character too? Absolutely. Well, I'm going to be that mouse popping the head out, and I'm going to say, Kitty, we've got to go show some love to our sponsors. Can you take us out? We'll be right back. Absolutamente. This is good news with Cannabis Nurse Heather. I'm Canna Kenny. Got to give some love to our sponsors, but we'll be back in a minute with our very special guest, Allie Butler. Good News with Nurse Heather will return, but first, let's show some love to our sponsors. MJWellness.com, the largest medical marijuana community in the world. Connect with thousands of patients, doctors, industry leaders, and businesses through shared personal experiences along our worldwide network. Discover new therapies and benefits with content tailored to you. Come grow your network on mjwellness.com. You're not alone. Your wellness matters. Learn, live, and thrive. Check out mjwellness.com today. Your connection to quality cannabis insurance services is spelled K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R. That's Karcher Insurance. We have worked with ventures like cannabis for over 60 years. We're proud to represent over 50 companies with tailor-made cannabis plans for owners just like you to insure your product, your plants, and your pursuits. K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R spells out their full-service insurance services, ranging from commercial to bonds, to personal, from life to health, and more. Contact the team at KarcherInsurance.com and let our experience work for you. That's K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R Insurance.com. Contact Karen and the team at Karcher Insurance at 1-844-421-3560. That's 844-421-3560. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Candid. I want to give you the inside story. Captivating. I want to introduce you to my kind and amazingly talented friends. Compelling. We get to meet some of the most amazing cannabis activists and warriors around. Listen in as medical marijuana pioneer Dr. Dina shares never before heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest growing industries in the world. I want to share with you what was once confidential information. Let's expose the truth, discuss the issues, and learn the facts. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. Mm. 
Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news, only on CannabisRadio.com. Allie, you are a bright light in this world, and I'm so grateful that you've decided to take this on and create these products. On the Hepburn's website, in reference to you personally, it says, she loves medical cannabis, solventless Mm -hmm. hash, and is an activist at heart and in practice. She mm-hmm. hopes Hepburns can educate and reduce stigma for a new wave of cannabis consumers. How do you plan to accomplish your goals in the future, and what changes are you currently seeing regarding this reduction of stigma? Well, I am working really hard to expand our distribution, and with that, our education capacity. I really want to try to do more to teach people about solventless ice water hash, about the health benefits of cannabis, and about public health in general. I also want to do some research, honestly. I I do have a research background, and I want to do some community health needs assessments to help learn how to better meet the needs of the communities that my product is most accessible to. You know, San Francisco in particular is an area that I would love to do that. So that's a big thing. In terms of addressing the reduction of stigma, I would say that stigma is absolutely in the process of being reduced in regards to cannabis, but I still sense a lot about it. You know, even within my own family, I still struggle to teach people that cannabis is okay and that it's healthy. And I think that that's because a lot of people have been taught a lot of this prohibition-era stuff for so long. But we really do have to go out and speak to patients and speak to family members and speak to people that really need to know. And I think a lot of people are finding that the best way to reduce stigma is when people really have to know. A lot of us find in our lifetimes that we have somebody who gets really sick and they end up needing medical cannabis and we need to learn about it and we need to educate ourselves and those around us about how to use it and how to be safe with it, you know, Simpson oil dosing, that kind of thing. I think it's something that a lot of people are going to have to learn in our lifetimes. I think it's going to be more useful than, say, long division. And I think that's going to be a big part of reducing the stigma. I think also a lot of really great media coverage around it, programs like this radio show, like the Sanjay Gupta documentaries, things like that, I think are going to be the most important advocacy tools. So I'm trying to create as much of that for my patients as well. I just spoke yesterday with a young lady from Vice actually about doing some work with them as well. So I think we're going to be doing as much as we can to try to break down a lot of these stigmas, show people that cannabis is something that's really beautiful, that's worth learning about, and that if you do learn about, you can bring a lot of healing and benefit to the world with. Oh, absolutely. Here, here. And you know, Nurse Heather and I, we were able to get a court to rule in Arizona that cannabis is safe and effective for use in PTSD, and that's the first time ever that a case like that went forward. And so I always encourage people... You know, to lead with some of that information, like we've already proven in court that it's actually safe and effective, which is even stronger, I think, than just, you know, a debate among certain, you know, medical professionals, some of whom know nothing about cannabis, strangely it's, enough. It's huge. And I mean, and when you, when you win a case like that, then that's part of the establishment. So you can go to the establishment and say, hey, look, this is case law, you know, so that's, that's huge. Yeah, the beautiful part about that too, Kenny, was seeing the wave that it 
created where so many, after we did that in Arizona, so many other states just follow suit. And you want to talk about reducing stigma. That was a huge way to do it. So, you know, we Arizona Cannabis Nurses Association thanks you again and again, Kenny, for taking on that case pro bono for women and veterans who are the majority of PTSD sufferers. So thank you. On well, I, I do get to represent the best people in the world, including Nurse Heather, who is my boss in that case but also the many beautiful people out there who suffer. And that's what this is all about. We're patient-focused, and that's what Allie Butler is all about. Yes, the wonderful yeah. Allie Butler. You have been a breath of fresh air, my dear. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your knowledge and vision with us. Do you have any you final so thoughts? Do you have any um, final I want to say thank you for you guys, for all the hard work that you've done and that you're continuing to do and that you will do in the future. I think it's really huge what you're doing. I think that you're making an amazing impact, and I really want to work with you guys to help expand, you know, making sure there's access to nurses and dispensaries, making sure that we have PTSD on the list in every state as soon as possible. And I, I want to say thank you for the opportunity to come on this show. And if anybody has any questions about solvent with ice water hash, I encourage them to hit me up. I'm very responsive, and I love to educate people. Wow. Canna Kenny, Allie Butler is a deeply wonderful human being. I'm so happy that she came to share her good news with us. Thank you so much, Allie. Thank you guys again. I hope you have a yeah. wonderful rest of your day and enjoy. Will do. And I just want to thank you, Allie, for being with us today. I want to thank Nurse Heather on behalf of our beautiful listeners for bringing her good news and to share this with everybody. And I want to thank you also for joining us with this edition of Good News with Nurse Heather. And you can download past episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Also, you can follow the show on Facebook and Google+. Beautiful listeners and sponsors, thank you so much for being with us today. And we look forward to seeing you in our next episode. This is Canna Kenny saying goodbye. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.